0: to tell me more tell me more the podcast i'm your host leah and i'm your host adicia and this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it we're back <laughs> <laughs> we've got been gone for a minute and now we're back i don't know to pull the curtain back like the tiniest bit life happened and like you know, no access to laptops happened, illnesses, et cetera. It was just like, not in the stars or the cards for us to be able to do this. But now we're back. So, Ooh. Ooh. and we, are watch- we watched The Little Mermaid 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your history with The um, Little Mermaid? I mean okay as a so, entity i guess
1: yes it has to be because this just came out um <laughs> yeah. so i had the little mermaid on vhs as a child and the mm-hmm. sequel uh with 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 her daughter melody right. i loved it i think i also had i really liked mermaids as a child <laughs> i love if i could swim it, my life would be very mm-hmm. different I don't float, however. <laughs> so, but no, I had like, you know, like some some kids have like uh, something obsession during their childhood. For a while, I had mm-hmm. a mermaid obsession that was immediately followed by a fossil obsession. Anyway, but <laughs> mermaids, yes, loved them, knew all the songs, played the VHS on repeat. I, I don't think I ever watched any of you know, like The Little Mermaid, the musical performances. Like, I know that Disney right. had one. I'm yeah. aware of it, but I never watched it. But yeah, no, I love The Little Mermaid. Um I think I even read the Hans Christian Anderson original story, which, you know, you don't need to if you <laughs> like happiness in your life. <laughs> but yeah, no, how about you? What's your history?
0: I have as much of a history with The Little Mermaid as I do with, like, I guess you could say pretty much any Disney princess movie. Yeah, which is like, I've seen it. I know that. How right. many times? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I feel, I think I feel like I've seen them more than I have, only because I have those like sing along cassette tape things. Mm-hmm. And so, like, things like Kiss the Girl. And part of your world, et etc. All of the songs were on those. So, like, because I'm familiar with the songs, I don't know. I just, I, I think, I feel like I've seen them more than I have. Because I feel like I honestly haven't seen the room right that much. But, anyways, also Hallie, I, I'm, I'm familiar with her mm-hmm. Yes, because <laughs> uh, Chloe and Hallie have done some, some wonderful work in the music industry. And also, like, their tennis court performances for, like, in the beginning of the, like, lockdown part of the pandemic, iconic and forever will be. And she has an an amazing voice. And so Mm -hmm. I was very excited uh, when, like, she was announced. I was like, oh, wow, she has, like, a really, it'll fit into the Disney princess of it all. So I was, like, very excited about that. So, yeah, that is really my history with it. Not that deep or anything i have seen the sequel the direct-to-dvd sequel but i couldn't <laughs> tell you a <laughs> thing about it <laughs> it's, if all it's, i can it's- tell you is that like the daughter wants to be a mermaid essentially and ariel's like nah and then like at the end she realizes like this is the same thing as me all those years ago with your father, where I wanted to be a human, and Mm da-da-da. So, that's, like, all I kind of remember from it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that is essentially the plot. Like, Ariel has a daughter, Melody, with Eric, and she's, like, obsessed with the ocean, but, you know, like, she's aware that there's, like, evil in the ocean, and there's, like, a potential curse, and yeah she doesn't want her daughter to get like sucked in it's a whole thing it's and also
0: ursula has a sister question mark yes and that that's the villain in this one and that one
1: this is different
0: (laughs) we have a different ursula i think because of the
1: relations in this movie but
0: which i have questions about but whatever we'll get to
1: um I mean, I don't think we can have a lot of questions about mermaid biology. I think it just is. Sure.
0: (laughs) I suppose.
1: But yeah, so I guess if there's nothing else, we'll just get into it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. God, I gotta knock the rust off. Alright, so (laughs) we open the Little Mermaid. We're on the ocean. We have some beautiful like shots CGI some of them mostly okay. but like up the sea under the water and we have this boat this I want to say galleon but I'm not sure of the ship's size so but we have this ship and the crew is like trying to harpoon what they believe is a mermaid beneath the waves because classically mermaids are bad luck to sailors prince eric is aboard this ship he is up in the sails like tying up some stuff he very roguishly with a swashbuckling flair like grabs onto a rope and swings down and he's like telling off the men for like trying to like wasting their time and the harpoons on this thing which is i believe originally might have been a mermaid but is revealed to be a dolphin and He is informed by the men, you know, like, it's bad luck. There's a Coral Moon that's going to happen. This is when King Triton, like, summons his daughters to lure men to their death. And Eric is like, yeah, "Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, fine. Whatever. (laughs) But his steward is there and he is actively discouraging the prince from being too cavalier with everything yeah. he's doing. He's like, out he's on like, the mask.
0: You are the prince. You have yeah. like a whole, like your existence is like way more important than the rest of us here.
1: Yes. Please
0: do not be doing these like incredibly insanely dangerous things. What are you doing, Mr. Adventure? Stop. Um, <laughs> but the prince is like, no, I am Mr. Adventure, so... <laughs>
1: So while they're having this little argument, he loses his spyglass, it falls down beneath the waves, and then we start to get glimpses of the kingdom beneath the waves. We get shots of merfolk that are swimming along. They all seem to be going to this one kind of central, like a buildup of stone and coral. And we see that these are actually the princesses of the ocean who are in fact summoned there because of the coral moon so the sailor had like half of the story right and then we meet
0: yeah. i mean i guess as most most quote mythology could probably be perceived right yeah. but like there we ha- we have half the story yeah. um that's embellished by human fear of the unknown
1: mm-hmm. so all of these beautiful merfolk gather together and then we get the image of king triton who's like blowing on a conch and he's got a cape that is made of like those little like i don't i don't remember what they're called like not sardines but like the little silver fish that you know, it's really cool how they did it. i i really enjoyed looking at that I'm just, i just just like oh, of course it's made of fish <laughs> of course it is (laughs) but he's like greeting his daughters one by one and then of course Ariel is not there (laughs) (laughs) it's just like and immediately after that is when we meet Sebastian Uh, Sebastian is like "Uh, but you know I reminded her this morning about said meeting and so he is sent by Triton to go and retrieve her and Sebastian is just like oh I gotta go chasing after girl it's like (laughs) like I just have to search a whole ocean fine okay but then we meet Ariel our heroine who is you know floating through searching for treasures she finds the spyglass that belongs to Eric and she's with flounder who is a little uh, fish companion Afla Hunter is a bit more on the wary, timid side and he's a yeah, bit more cautious. He's like,
0: well, don't be a guppy.
1: <laughs> I remember
0: that one. I don't know, why, but I do.
1: He's a bit more cautious of where they are. He doesn't want to get into trouble. Ariel, however, is mm. determined to see what she wants to see and looking through the spyglass she sees a shipwreck that she has not previously explored. So venturing into this area, she locates a the smallest trident that she's ever seen. She will get information on from Scuttle later. But while they are perusing all of the items in this uh, shipwreck, a very large shark. I don't know how big sharks are, <laughs> but was really big a real big shark yeah. comes and begins to terrorize them, essentially. Which, okay, so I have questions <laughs> about, mm-hmm. like, intelligence in between species. Because sharks are meant sure. to be, like, fairly intelligent creatures. However, yeah. comma, this seems to have no other intention except to consume the mermaid. The flounder... Can speak the crab right. can speak right other creatures in this world we learn can speak, so is it just like a special thing that some creatures can speak and others can't like is there like a hierarchy like who like is more important like i don't I don't understand, but it's fine. um. <gasps> <laughs> it's fine I guess so
0: I think because like the two eels they, they don't speak either right no but they, they... have they have presumed intelligence and in that they're yes. able to like carry out all these complicated plans and whatever so maybe it's like one of those things where it's like they're the shark is hyper intelligent and aware but also single-minded in that I'm hungry right now and I don't I'm like maybe they don't talk but can you know, kind of, like, how we are with, like, other animals that exist on Earth right now that, like, yeah. don't speak English, but they're very clearly clever and yes. can do a lot of things and understand a lot of things. So maybe it's something like that.
1: Maybe. I guess so. I guess, I guess, because, yeah, thinking about it, like, we just say fish, but, like, fish is, like, a very large category of creatures, and it's not necessarily, yeah. like, they're all... Related in the way that mammals are like an entirely large category of creatures. Okay, fine, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I okay. So, uh, they manage to out- outsmart the shark. Um, yeah. And escape using a reflection. Yes, using a reflection, they go to where they can find their friend Scuttle, who is a is it a uh, kingfisher? I think. Is what scuttle is. A gannet. Okay. Yeah, because, okay, so in the animated one it was a seagull, but I was like, that's not I know what a seagull looks like and that's not it. <laughs> So, the scuttle is fishing, which again brings up the hierarchy. Like, who decides who gets eaten? Because she just swallows a little fish like whole and that's it that's the end of his life but like <laughs> we just mm-hmm. met Flounder and he's like you know what? it's fine it has to be fine yeah. otherwise <laughs> I think too deeply about this <laughs> um, so yeah. Ariel asks Scuttle about what the little trident that she found is which she is informed that it's a dinglehopper that humans use for their hair which Scuttle has conflated two things a comb and a fork mm. but it's alright for now because mm. she wouldn't know otherwise while they're having this discussion yep. with Scuttle Sebastian comes and finds Ariel and reminds her about the meeting that she's meant to be attending. Ariel rightly mm-hmm. assumes that her father's going to kill her and so not literally but figuratively so she hurries yeah. over back to his chambers this whole thing is witnessed by the moray eels that belong to ursula who through their eyes can see what's happening and she begins to have like the beginnings of a plot she doesn't know what it is yet or maybe she does and we don't but she's thinking she's processing she sees a weakness and she's gonna figure out how to target it Mm-hmm. so when she gets she is an aerial gets to um, the king's chambers. her sisters aren't there and she's being told off Triton's, Tritons like your sisters are only here for one phase of the moon like how could you not be here like you have a responsibility in trying to defend her and saying that they got waylaid by a shark flounder reveals that they've been at the shipwrecks and yeah. Triton has clearly told her to stay away from this area because it is dangerous. Your fascination with humans has to stop, Ariel is just wanting to learn more about them and Triton's like, you know enough. We don- I don't want to have this discussion with you anymore. Stay away from the shipwreck. We later find out that the reason that this is is because Ariel's mother was killed by humans and so Triton has a vendetta against humans forever and ever amen. Right. Ariel leaves. <laughs> distressed that you know like her father can't see things the way that she sees it triton has like another little discussion with sebastian sebastian agreeing that you know children should listen to their parents rules you know she needs supervision and then he is roped into being that constant supervision for ariel (laughs) which i love his little grumbles as he swims off he's like yeah I'm an educated crustacean. I don't I got options. I don't need this. <laughs> 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 it's just like oh amazing. <laughs> so now he's tasked with overseeing Ariel. Ariel has gone yes. back to her little cave of wonders, all of the things that she's collected from the human world that she has on display. We get the song look at this stuff isn't
0: it neat wouldn't you think my collection's complete wouldn't you think I'm the girl the girl who has everything oh gosh I like this song so much I love this song so much I'm trying to find like where like what part to sing so I can sing part of your world literally that line
1: Out of part of
0: your world is all I'm gonna <laughs> sing I guess <laughs> <laughs> ah they they knew what they were doing. Writing they yeah. they're so good at I Want songs. It's basically her song being like, I wanna be on land. I wanna like do all of this stuff. Being a fish is fun and everything, but like there's so much to explore. There's <laughs> so much we don't know. Look at all of these things I don't understand. Wouldn't it be cool if I did?
1: As she's sitting. On this stone beneath the ocean, looking up at the coral moon, she begins to see these flashes of light up above the surface of the water, and she hears these like muffled sounds. And you know, it's too much for her, she has to know like what is happening up there. So she goes up, and what's happening is fireworks that are being lit because it is prince eric's birthday so they are celebrating they're sending off fireworks from the ship and from the mainland it's 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 a party up there and this is it's it's quite intense for it to be like the first thing that she sees <laughs> she like breaks mm-hmm. the surface of the water is like fireworks and night sky and like explosions and i just like in Intense. (laughs) So, they're having a grand old time on the boat, you know, all the sailors. And I think the steward is having a moment with Eric, which Ariel is now privy to watching. Which, I'm so confused how she understands what they're saying. Are they speaking English under the water? (laughs) Is this just a general common tongue that everyone knows in this world? I... I know that there are mermaids. Don't come for me. I know that we have to buy into the premise of mermaids. But I buy into the premise of mermaids talking to other sea creatures more than mermaids understanding what the people on the top world are saying. I don't. I don't. But yes, so she's... (laughs) So she's listening to their conversation and she's feeling like a sense of camaraderie with eric because he's talking the steward is talking about you know like the king and queen took you in they made you as one of your own like as one of their own you know like they made you prince like you are there you are mm-hmm. like the next in line like you have responsibilities and eric is just like yes i know but it's like when the king died the queen got so afraid and like i'm just trapped in that castle you know i want to i want to go out into the world like there's more out there than this island and, and i just want to experience it you know
0: yeah and she's like oh my god twins it's <laughs> like hey. a storm happens i guess that, yes. like attacks well not attacks cuz like it's a storm
1: it mm-hmm.
0: makes no choices but yes the storm happens and they are in trouble I suppose
1: yes so the storm happens it causes the the ship to toss a turn they end up crashing into the rocks so the ship is going to capsize fires start because all the lanterns and the oil get knocked over and I'm just like but the deck is wet anyway it's fine so you know no everything's on fire everything is very flammable on the ship you know The sails go up, the ropes go up, everything goes up in flames. We have the, the,
0: what is the dog's name? Yes, there is a dog.
1: Yes, the dog is important. Because the prince, in in lieu of like getting himself off the ship, when he has a moment, he decides to rescue his, his dog, throws him overboard so he can like swim to one of the lifeboats. Um, Ariel actually helps him along. And then the prince ends up getting knocked out and he falls overboard and he's like gonna drown. But Ariel comes and rescues him and she keeps him above water and carries him to shore. And he is like not breathing, but apparently there's magic in the voice of a mermaid and so she sings her siren song and it stirs the life back into him and she has to flee very quickly so they don't catch her but then she's on a rock i remember when i was watching this i was like girl is cold like i feel like they kept it because she was like Oh you know It's an emotion, no time She's like shaking With the passion Of what she wants And I'm like No girl is shaking Cause she's probably Cold There's <laughs> yeah. this water Oh my god
0: Like there's like The, the hair flip thing That they yeah. said They filmed like A billion times Yeah To get it just right Yeah cause someone with Had to help heavy locks That's Well crazy. cause she
1: said Someone had to Help her With it I remember yeah. Like help her like throw them back with the timing because I watched that scene and you can see like the weight of them snap her head back after that, like that's what just-
0: I mean like that's crazy
1: <laughs> I was like Jesus Christ that had to be a lot like yeah so we get we get the iconic scene where she's on the rock the water splashes behind her. she goes back down um but of course ursula is witnessing all of this you know like she she knows like oh this little girl she loves the surface like her dad is gonna flip shit like (laughs) like i can't wait
0: now she's she's like figured out like her way in like how to manipulate the situation she's like oh i don't even need to do much she's already fallen in love with a human man slay
1: (laughs) meanwhile sebastian is searching for this girl he Hmm. you know witnessed her go to the surface so she's like oh oh, as long as he never finds out you know this 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 is fine but sebastian (laughs) when he catches up to her and she's like in the the cave where she now has this statue, and she's just like, Oh, you know, I saw a human like this, sh- the this, this shit rolled and the wind, and you know, that this this man he had such longing in his eyes. Sebastian's like, Oh shit, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so it's like, Your dad is saying, You stay away from the humans, like, we can't be doing this and you know like yeah. under the sea is great too let me tell you this in song
0: mm?
1: <laughs> we get under yes.
0: the sea under the sea under the sea under the sea ah, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. I don't know which part of the song I'm singing <laughs> Out on the shore, they Da-da-da-da-da-da. I think my favorite bit is just like naming all of the sea creatures <laughs> from the like, all up until the. Yeah. That's why it's hotter under the water, under the sea. I'm glad it was still fun and whimsical, this musical number. As yeah. a person who hasn't seen The Lion King and 2019 or whatever, and I can't really claim anything, I do remember a lot of people being like a little bit disappointed in the, I just can't wait to be king scene Cause it's like, obviously if you're having these animals be as re- realistic as possible, you can't have as much of a fun colorful number. So yeah. I'm glad at least with this, we still get the fun colors and like, yes. it's still fun, you know, and exciting. So I, I think this was the song I was most worried for. Um, in terms of reinterpretation, slay! So, yeah, no. hey, you guys did it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> go Rob like, Marshall.
1: It is it is a very beautiful like portrayal of it in the CGI and everything. Yeah. But Ariel sneaks off because <laughs> of course she does. She's just like, yeah. ah, damn it. He doesn't. He doesn't curse. They don't. <laughs> so checking back in with Eric now. He's you know. Rick recovered, but he's obsessed. He's like, This, I saw this girl for like 10 seconds, and I
0: saw a silhouette of a <laughs> of a woman. A silhouette, I cannot tell you her hair color, her hair texture, her eyes, nada, just a silhouette. And I know she was. Ah, and i don't know anything else (laughs) i love that he's i'm like sir be serious and everyone else is also like sir be serious
1: he's no he's obsessed like we um i need to find this girl like (laughs) i need to go back out on the water like i need to like now like mother please and his mom is like we have tempted I fate love that, like,
0: <laughs> enough, <laughs> I love that his his instinct isn't like maybe she's on the island and I've just never come across her. It's like no, she's somewhere in the sea still. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, why are you so sure that this is like someone who fully resides in the sea? Like, yeah, serious? But- <laughs>
1: I mean, he has other motivations, like
0: sure. I mean, of like course. he knows, like
1: outside of their island, like things are progressing, and they're like, yeah, they risk stagnating if they don't see what's happening in other places. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of seem like, because I have no idea when this is taking place, it kind of yeah. feels like someplace a little bit outside of time, like when in. The reality of this world. Yeah, so he yeah. has, like, other good motivations. Is he feeling all of them right now? Not really. But <laughs> he's not listening to his mom. And then, you know, he oh, has right. all right And of we these... also
0: learn, like, how he came here. Which is why her, his mom is, like, as, like, terrified. just like, you got to us through shipwreck,
1: sir. Yes.
0: I ain't gonna lose you to one.
1: Stop. So feeling all these pent up emotions inside of him he he just has to sing it wild uncharted waters which is a new song mm-hmm. uh yes. written by Miranda for
0: this film and all i could think was you're the voice i hear inside my head <laughs> the reason that i'm singing i need to find you i got to find you <laughs> It is the same song. (laughs) That's all I can think about. (laughs) The wild uncharted waters or uncharted waters. Da 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 da, da, (laughs) etc. It is essentially Camp Rock's I Need to Find You but like also mixed in (laughs) with like I want adventure in the great wide somewhere so like I get it.
1: I remember cuz I was actively avoiding any spoilers mm. until I got to and I managed I managed mostly so I didn't know what this song sounded like at all but I remember people mm. saying about it it's like why does Eric have a song now like it, it, it like it took some people out but I guess it's yeah. cuz Eric I like the choice I don't I don't have a I kind have of a problem with it because
0: Eric is so like in most of the Disney sort of animated movies of this kind, the love interest like doesn't really have a personality, yes, or anything. We know nothing about them. We just know that our protagonist is in love with them,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that is it, right? And like it almost it feels like, do will these people even get along? Do they even like the same shit? Like, I get that like Ariel is fully a, uh, a mermaid that knows nothing about like land stuff, but when we know that like he has the same sort of aspirations as she does, it's something that like links them. And so I like, I like knowing that like, oh yeah, you have outside of like finding this mysterious woman, you do have your own like life inside of your mind going on. <laughs> You know, you're not an NPC or something. Yes,
1: no, like I appreciated the presence of the song there, right? I don't right. know how much I like the song because it it doesn't sure. it doesn't ring it doesn't ring the nostalgia bell for me because it's a new song, so mm-hmm. like yeah. I don't I don't have like a well formulated opinion on it as to whether as to how much I like it or dislike it or whatever. Sure. But I appreciate it being there. Down below, Ariel is with her sisters. They are trying to untangle all of the remains of the shipwreck that have like mm-hmm. broken through all of this coral things like that. Mm-hmm. She's still arguing on the behalf of the humans though. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I do <laughs> like,
0: also like by the way i don't know how like i don't again i don't remember the original little mermaid but i do also kind of like outside of like they killed the mother kind of motivation there is kind of like they're also dis like actively destroying our land with their stuff and i don't know it i feel like it makes the conflicted feelings of like yes they're ruining everything Sort of, but like not all of them are bad, and it's you know, I don't know. I like it, I like the complexity that they've sort of brought to something that could have just been like a shot for shot remake, essentially. Mm-hmm.
1: So she tries to say her piece on behalf of the humans, you know. and... Mm-hmm. Her dad is like witnessing this. Um, I think he says something like they have no respect for balance. And she's like, they're not the ones that have no respect for balance. And then she swims away. (laughs) And her sisters are like, oh, you know, she's like at that age, you know, you know. And when I started thinking and (laughs) they're essentially insinuating that she's like in love or she has a crush, you know, she's interested in someone and they're not wrong so <laughs> triton <laughs> yeah. overhearing this like takes it in and it's like oh that's what's wrong with her like she's yeah. just yeah. like hormonal or whatever she's a teenager yeah and so <laughs> he calls on sebastian and it's like sebastian do you have something to tell me about ariel you know She's not
0: like, him being
1: giddy. <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. like maybe it's something that she's been keeping secret. And Sebastian is, if a crab could sweat, it's just he's so afraid. He's uh, not catching that wave whatsoever. No. Like
0: he's not feeling that vibe. He knows nothing. He's like, I don't know what this energy is right now. <laughs>
1: oh god so he just he just comes out with all of it and Mm -hmm. triton pissed pissed Mm -hmm. so ariel is in like she's heading to her little cove and he's there and she's like you went to the above world you disobeyed me are you crazy if if you want to be like doing all of this, then I should have done this ages ago. And he blasts the shit out of all like he destroys everything that she's collected. And we have no idea mm. how long she's been like yeah. doing this,
0: making this little collection.
1: Like he Her cook gadgets we- and
0: gizmos aplenty. <laughs>
1: the who's it's and what's it's galore I mean like literally obliterates them and she is devastated
0: rightfully so oh my god (laughs) like I get that you're mad and I get that you're trying to send a message but couldn't we find another way to do it you destroyed all her things but I guess he's like at his wit's end he's like I don't know how else to get through to you
1: so, of course, in her time of despair uh, is when the more eels appear uh, and through, like, Ursula's magic, they form a circle in which she can communicate to Ariel. And it's just like, you know, he can be, like, really angry at times. And, yeah, I don't know what he's told you about me. And then Ariel informs her um, like she's a sea witch. You know, like, that she likes to stir up troubles between humans and people. And I think she offers Ariel a solution. Yeah, she's like, I can help you. Yeah. I can help you
0: if you and want. Initi- and Ariel's like, nah.
1: Yeah. But, you know, she doesn't have anything left now, so yeah. She goes with the eels. And Sebastian But like the second,
0: my, I don't know why, like this delivery of like um, Ursula being like, all right, I guess I'll go. And then Ariel being like, well. And like even before she's even finished vocalizing anything, um, mm-hmm. Ursula's back like, yes. <laughs> Come to me, Chad. Like it's, I don't know. The delivery of that was really great. I liked it. Um most yeah. Go
1: so, flounder and Sebastian witness Ariel heading towards this, essentially, like the elephant graveyard kind of a thing. it's got like mermaid bones, yeah, which I feel like should be a significant warning, um
0: yeah, <laughs> like ooh, few too many skulls here. Here to explain those, yeah. Ursula?
1: Like when she's Before going I in. Before I
0: agree to do anything with you.
1: Like when she's going through the tunnel and the things start grabbing at her. And at I'm her, just like, yeah. I'm just like, these are, because I remember from the animation, it's also terrifying. Like these are souls that she's trapped here and they're trying to get you to not go in. Um, I yeah. have no mouth and I'm a scream. Kind of a, you know, like it's,
0: Shit. Yeah. And she's like, nah, this is still a reasonable idea. Sure. I mean, she has doubts, but still is like, you know.
1: Her and Ariel meet properly now. And Ariel's like, you're not at all like father described you. And Ursula's going on about how he would always get what he wanted. I didn't choose this. Like, he always tries to control everything, you know. Like, I I understand you. I know what you're going through. I don't want to see you, like, in pain, suffering. You know, I want to help you. So we get the offer, which is poor unfortunate souls. Mm -hmm. She can essentially make Ariel human, but there's going to be a cost.
0: It won't cost much just your
1: voice
0: <laughs> this poor unfortunate <of> souls <laughs> i love it it's uh, it's for a reason it is one of the like disney greats of villain songs
1: so the deal is like if she can get a true love's kiss from eric in in what was it three days three days, you know. Or when the, the sun
0: the... sets in three days.
1: Yeah, the protagonist time limit. So yeah. <laughs> in, in three, like no, it's always like you have a week to do this. You have two days to do this. Like there has to be a stake. And the stake is, no, yeah. is normally time. So in three days she has to get this true love's kiss from Eric so that she can remain a human forever. Forever but Which if she doesn't is
0: also wild cuz it's like cuz it she specifies true love's kiss, right? She's like not yeah. just any kiss, true love's kiss. And I'm like that's crazy to agree to do because how do you know it's going to be true love's kiss? Regardless of what kind of kiss you give him, like how do you know that it's true love? <laughs> you have no other information. Like that is such a risk. And like obviously She's, like, 16. She's like, yeah, sure, whatever.
1: So there's that. If she doesn't, then she's going to return to being a mermaid and she's going to belong to Ursula, which the the cost of it seems a bit until, like, you realize what her further motivations are. She's using Ariel to get to Triton to to get the crown, essentially. That is her end goal. So... Now, Ariel is still hemming and hawing a little bit, but she eventually agrees, like, if you want this, this is the way, so Ursula casts the spell, Ariel has to lose all of her mermaid gifts, she gains legs, she takes her voice, and she takes away also her ability to breathe underwater. So, (laughs) like... As soon as she gets the legs, she has to put them to use and try to swim, which they probably aren't working that well right now. Like, it could have been over in minutes. Like, they look like they're real Mm -hmm. deep underwater. Um, Mm -hmm. She gets caught in a fisherman's net and dragged aboard in time. (laughs) The fisherman is in for a little bit of a shock. He's like, oh, shit, a girl. Uh, (laughs) Yep. (laughs) he's, He's like, he's nice enough and he like wraps her up and is like oh you poor thing you must be in shock. I'll, I'll like take you to someone who can help you. Sebastian yeah. is aboard as well. Flounder, he pushes off back into the water cause he cannot survive. Then we're up on the shore. She's wrapped up in a uh, burlap essentially and we get A song in her head, which I love, um, because we get to see like what she's thinking about in song form, which I don't Mm. remember if we got in. I don't think we got that in the film, in the animated film. So I appreciate that insight.
0: something something first time duh for the first time it's very good, it's a but, very good
1: song. <laughs> they're trying to like dress her and like the heels like they're not that high but it's enough like girl can't even yeah. walk properly <laughs> and try to put yeah. her in heels but through this song we because there are people who are helping her because I think that she's From a shipwreck, you know, she came out of the ocean like she can't have come from Mm -hmm. nowhere. So, yeah, they think, you know, because I think they mentioned that Prince Eric has been like going crazy trying to find the girl that saved him. And Ariel, like, looks at her like with intent. And Mm -hmm. so, one of them runs off and is like, I'll get the prince. And Ariel is excited that this is going to be the moment. And the prince comes and she can't say anything because she gave up her voice and immediately he's like well she can't be the one must not be her (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm like you can't even consider maybe she's in shock (laughs) like she was literally just found in the ocean maybe she after she saved you had like she fainted and she woke up and she was like actually where am I (laughs) and then was in shock But, okay. He's, like, immediately disappointed. Like, all right, they'll take care of you. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Sad.
1: Essentially. Yeah. So she realizes, like, oh, no. What have I done? Like, I'm not going to be able to do this. And also, did not mention, because when Sebastian comes up, I didn't know crabs could climb, but he does. He gets onto her balcony. (laughs) And he's trying to just, like, you know, talk to the plan with her. You know, like, you know, maybe it's not going so well right now. We have to get you that kiss. And he brings it up and she kisses him. And Sebastian's like, no, no, the prince. Because Ursula snuck something else in to the deal where she won't remember that she has to get the kiss from him at all. So... Yeah, she was never. And gonna not be only able to will win. she
0: like not remember. It's kind. Of, it's like an active thing, of yeah. like even when reminded, like her brain will just go. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I don't. Did you say something? No. Okay, I'm gonna take a nap then.
1: So, Sebastian has to. It's like, oh, grief! I don't know what I'm gonna do now. But yeah, so she sneaks mm-hmm. off. And she finds herself after wandering through the corridors for a little bit in what is essentially like the human version of her treasure trove. It's like a room with all these little knickknacks and doodads. And she immediately is just like, oh, wow, I just want to explore this immediately. And of course, Eric finds her in here. And... He gives her like this little glass figurine of a mermaid. That's his little mermaid and so he like gifts it to her. He's like, Oh, you know, there's this like fossilized stone, um and she immediately smashes it on the ground to show him like the the gems inside and he's like, yeah. Oh, I had no idea that this was in and then I think she like Shows him how to like blow the conch as well. He does it poorly, you know, like all of these things that she knows from yeah. like the ocean, and they start to like bond a little bit over like where they are in the world. Like here's the village. Here's what yeah. this is. Like, like all she's of just these maps. She's yeah, like
0: opening map after map after map, and you know it's great because we get to see him find something interesting in her other than like oh pretty like oh yeah. she's like just as curious as I am she wants to know of everything like me mm-hmm. cool let's do some exploring together this is so fun
1: yeah and his yeah. steward is just like <laughs> he's like such a little shipper in the background he's like Bro. so <laughs> where um did, did you still want us to send? Because I think Eric is like, oh, so I'm going to, like, take a carriage and, like, show um, the young lady around tomorrow. And he's like, oh, you know, sir, we've, like, sent all of the carriages out as you requested to find the girl. Mm. Um, yeah. And he's like, oh, yes, that is actually important. And so it's like, well, maybe we can spare one.
0: Spare
1: you one, know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then at that point, I'm like, "Why is it important, my dear Eric? Like, because like I, I know you want to thank her, but like, I don't know. You don't know her. <laughs> Why is it of the utmost importance to still find her? But whatever. Uh,
1: I, think, I think he wants to thank her, but I think also like there is some because there is magic in the Siren Song. Like it brought him back to life, and sure. I think he, yeah, he's he just he wants to find her to understand like what this Mm -hmm. thing is that he felt so strongly
0: I mean yeah I suppose yeah the siren song is also meant to lure men so Mm -hmm. she it is a something that is alluring (laughs) haha yeah Um, it's
1: funny because they always say like it's gonna lure them to death but it lured him back to life so yeah yeah Um, that's cute so they head out Eric and Ariel in this carriage Sebastian manages to climb onto the wheel at the last minute they're heading out (laughs) he lets Ariel take the reins of the horse for a bit and they are really they're really booking it through those hills on, on them dirt roads you know But she's having a good time. He takes her to a market where there's all this food and all these vendors selling different things. And, you know, he has to, like, follow behind her because she doesn't seem to understand how anything works. (laughs) It's like, like, she gets offered a hat and she just takes the one-off the guy's head and puts it on eric's head and then it's just the whole thing uh and he has to like end up paying for it, everything that she picks up but he's he seems to be like having a good time <laughs> at the same time mm. and like they're dancing and you know it's it's good it's great scuttle to aid in sebastian's plan uh steals Eric's hat in the evening and manages to get them to this lagoon area so of course Ariel wants to go out on one of the boats and we get the kiss the girl scene
0: (sighs) what is like the most prominent version of the song in my brain the Ashley Tisdale one (laughs) don't know why it's so just like, whenever I think of kiss the girl, I'm like, don't be shy. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I hear in my head. Oh my God. Yeah. Go <laughs> on and kiss the girl. Now you see her. Et cetera. It's, it's, it's great. Looks and sounds good. Um,
1: but yes, their, their, their emotions are beginning to flourish. Oh, also just before or during, rather, Eric learns Ariel's name because they're right. stargazing, looking at the constellations. Yes. and he mentions Aries and and all of these other things, and then and then he's like, um, "I still
0: don't know your name. Is it Diana? No,
1: Catherine. Oh, no, definitely
0: <laughs> not that." And then she like points up at the stars, and he's like, "Sky," and she's like specifically pointing at Aries. He's like, Aries. And she's like, mm-hmm. Aries. Ch- Aries. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like gets eventually gets that the it's like Aries, but not with the z- and there's a bl- 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 sound, so L <laughs> question mark. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, Ariel. like
1: I just I I appreciate how they communicated that. Yeah. You know. Um, cause before in the animated, it's just Sebastian yelling <laughs> as Ariel, Ariel, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that doesn't make sense. Cause I don't think the sea creatures can talk to the humans in this one. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, they're having like a beautiful time together and then they almost, they get close and they're almost going to kiss. And then the boat capsizes because the moray eels are there because Ursula was like, that's too flipping close. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ursula's like, no, no, no. No, this is... I can't have this ha- Like, it's been a day. Mm-hmm. Like, this can't happen already. Yeah. No. So, she has to concoct another part of her plan to engage. Just like, you know what? I'm gonna fix this personally. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile triton is where's my daughter where is she somebody find her Mm -hmm. i where is ariel and he's like feeling guilty because you know he feels responsible for her disappearance
0: yeah
1: he is
0: like yeah you know like not totally
1: yeah
0: he's technically at fault in that he upset her to the point where she did turn to his sea witch of a sister, but also, like, it's you know, wasn't exactly direct cause and effect.
1: So, Eric and Ariel are sneaking back into the castle now. Because Eric was technically grounded Mm -hmm. uh, by his mom. He wasn't supposed to leave the castle grounds. I mean, he could have done worse. So, he bids her good night and the steward comes and is like you know we didn't find the mystery girl today but he can like see that there's something like stirring in eric's heart and he's like you know like you don't have to be beholden to what you think you should be doing as opposed to you know maybe something else that your heart is telling you yeah. to do. Like, you just, to, like, think about it. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's up to you. So Eric feeling conflicted again. He's just, like, out on the on the, like, rocks near to the castle. He's just, like, in the moonlight thinking. And he's about to, like, head home. And he begins to hear it the song that has probably haunted his dreams and he goes towards it he's running towards it and he ends up looking down this rock face and there's this girl there and her dark hair her slim figure and he's enraptured because he's hypnotized because that girl is Ursula And she is doing a trick. Using
0: Ariel's voice that she has in the Mm -hmm. little conch necklace thing.
1: So Ariel, meanwhile, um, the next morning is approached quite eagerly by Scuttle, who has the Scuttlebutt to share (laughs) about the... and as soon as this song started, I was just like, "Ah, there this, is <laughs> yeah. this is the Manuel Miranda. This is the Lin Manuel Miranda I've been waiting for. Yeah. This is this is it."
0: <laughs> yeah, which is like funny because like it's not like he's incapable of creating songs that don't sound like they legitimately come from him and only him. You know, like there are songs that he's written within some of his musicals that are a little bit removed from his like very recognizable pattern. But like this one is not one of those. This one is like definitely the clever rhymy, rappy vibe. Yes. This scuttlebutt but the who, the what, the what, the da 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 da. You know, the little conversation they have of like, oh, he's He's planning on like proposing to someone and whatever, whatever. I don't know. Like it's it's it is very it is very Lin Monroe Miranda. It is the same sound that like when I first heard Bring It On the Musical. I was like, when we got to the Jackson scene scenes, like the Jackson songs, I was like, I know Lin Monroe Miranda was involved. I need to find, I need to see. <laughs> Who wrote this? Because I know he was there. I hear this. I hear the pattern. I hear the rap. I was correct. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's that same sound <laughs> <laughs> that drove me to
1: believe that. <laughs> he has, I don't know. It's just, it's a distinct, and maybe it's like the words that he chooses mm-hmm. or like the rhythms that he chooses. It's a combination but of you those t- things. For you sure. can tell. Yeah.
0: You- <laughs> it's definitely a combination oh. of those things. It's like, the uh because like some you know like how some rappers have like a flow you know like a very specific yeah. flow that you like very much associate with them like this is so outside mm-hmm. of the whole thing but like like Ice spice for
1: example her
0: flow like someone else could sing it i would be like that sounds like an ice Spice song
1: we're getting so far <laughs> off topic <laughs> Getting so far away. Um,
0: Anyways, yes, the
1: scuttlebutt. So yes, yeah, so the the basic news of the scuttlebutt is that the prince is, the word is that the prince is going to propose to someone that is like a new stranger, mm. and of course they all think it's Ariel, you know, yep. like, and again the fantasy timeline of it all. Like, how do you mean? How is that? People fall in love in one day and then they get married. Ah! (laughs) Anyway, so she's all excited, you know, like she's getting ready. And before the sun goes down, like, it's really important, like, this happens. Like, we have to, like, this has to happen. But Ariel, she runs out and the the mother and Eric and, and, and this girl and it's, there's a girl there and it's not her, clearly and she, they're talking about how she's like how he's found the girl of his dreams mm-hmm. and she is devastated but we see again that it is Vanessa it is Vanessa Um, it is like not a real yeah. person it is Ursula and so Ariel runs away and Sebastian is like it's almost sunset, like we have to find this girl, mm-hmm. like she's gonna turn back into a mermaid and and gonna get owned by a sea witch, like this. I don't know what's happening, yeah, so scuttle flies up and and witnesses that you know things are not all as they appear, yeah. and it is in fact a trick. Meanwhile, Sebastian goes to find where Ariel is. And she is crying on a rock in the ocean. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I I've, I figured... Like, there's no reason for her to be in, in the ocean. But I guess, like, it's, like, what's sure. always yeah. been known and comforting to her. Yeah. So, like, that's why she's in the sea right now. Mm-hmm. And we get another another reprise of part of your world yes um which unnecessary <laughs> for it to be that brokenhearted thank you so much manuel miranda so scuttle returns and informs them like that girl that showed up it's it's the sea witch like it's a disguise like it's a trick like it's it's not you know yeah She's using your voice to tr- to trap him. Eric is looking for Ariel, and the steward is like, "Um, she no one's seen her. Can you blame her? Like, what is going on, yeah. Eric?" And Eric's like, "I'm not sure myself." <laughs> and I'm just like, "You poor thing. Mm. It must be such confusion in your brain right now." Yeah. Like. You're you're doing this and you have no idea fully why. But, you know, Eric's mother is just like, oh, this is wonderful. My son will stop being crazy.
0: Like, I oh. can't believe I doubted you. I'm so sorry. You were correct. She exists.
1: Now here is a
0: ring. Go and propose. It's going <laughs> to be great. And then, like, he drops it. Well, he's pushed to drop it and then the steward guy like kicks it away as well. And as yes. we're all fussing for the ring, Ariel shows up and like basically attacks Vanessa. And like <laughs> what's funny to me about this is no one steps in to intervene as f- law lo- as like as much as they know some ran like some girl they met like 2 days ago is now attacking a girl they Mm -hmm. met a day ago and like it's yes and so far the only connection these two women have is that they've like hung out or you know have a connection to prince eric they're essentially fighting over this man as far as they know and no one is stepping in (laughs) to be like hey crazy stop like that is a little (laughs) much like can we have a like a conversation or something no one's coming in to save poor Vanessa who's being attacked right now that's wild anyways she gets the conch necklace and she's she hits it on the ground and the like a her voice in like a (laughs) firefly type vibe flies into her mouth uh. Yes, and and song. It, it
1: returns to her, yeah, and this is where like I know the story has to go this way, <laughs> however, it's like you have so little time, yeah, maybe like the part of the spell that makes her not remember the kiss is still engaged, right, so that's the only reason that it gets a pass out, like why are you talking so much, yeah, you know what you have to do. <laughs> Yeah. You have to get kissed. Like, talk. Um, you but maybe have she le-
0: time afterwards. All of the time afterwards, yeah. actually. But she's like, no, let's. But yeah, they just nearly missed the time. Yeah.
1: And of course, um, Vanessa.
0: Also, the sound of her is- turning into a mermaid is so horrifying.
1: <laughs> it's like bone <laughs> cracking. Oh. <Ugh. laughs> Well, I think... think, Because in the the story, it's, like, a painful thing when she, like, becomes a human. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't look that painful. I mean, they can't terrify the children. Yeah. But, you know, it might have been. And so... Yeah, no. She turns back into a mermaid. Ursula's maniacally laughing. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Eric's mom is like, oh good lord, she's a sea creature. <laughs> insane.
0: The actress who plays Vanessa fucking slayed it because she looks uh-huh. so unhinged when she's like, yes, you <laughs> did not <a> kiss! <laughs>
1: and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> she looks
0: very very intense right now i just i remember
1: again back to social media when because they had like the clip of which i never listened to but it was like the clip of vanessa singing the the dramatic part when it's like it's revealed to scuttle that you know it's ursula and they're like oh you know the girl who plays vanessa is like such a better singer than like, Halle Bailey. And it's like, do y'all not remember the plot of this movie? Like, it's been out for 20 years. Like, it's Ariel's voice. Halle mm. Bailey is singing both parts. Y'all are... Yeah. Y'all are... Y'all are dumb.
0: Literally. Literally. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like racism at work, but whatever.
1: But anyway, so... And, like, the actress that uh, played Vanessa, she was also, like, very supportive of Hallie, as well, like, on her socials. It's just, like, y'all are weird and we see you. But, yes, it's revealed that she's a sea creature. Ursula reveals her form and she snatches Ariel into the water because, you know, like, There was a contract and now she has to complete her side. And that is being bound to her forever. King Triton. I don't know how he knows where they are. Maybe it's a sense. Maybe he's told. I don't quite remember. But he goes.
0: I feel like he must have been in the three days that she's she's been gone. It has been made aware of like the mm -hmm. Ursula side of things somehow. Flounder who has been, you know, yeah. not around,
1: you know. But, okay, so Ursula reveals her grand plan, which is very little to do with Ariel, more to do with Triton. She has Ariel wrapped up in her eels. They're, like, killing her slowly, I guess. I don't know. Um, She looks weak, uh, wrapped up when they're electrifying her. And so in order for it to be exchanged for her to be freed triton has to give up the trident the crown give the power to ursula so that she can rule the seas and triton of course for love of his daughter his youngest yep. child you know he surrenders the trident and the eels wrap around him and kill him to dust i <laughs> i'm like countries i was like did this happen did <laughs> i pluck I this out of my memory like i don't think this is what happened yeah, in no. the animated movie <laughs> i might be wrong but <laughs> I, I was so bit taken aback by that
0: i was like oh right to the point then the because like in the in the animated movie it's basically he enlarges himself as Ursula enlarges herself, I guess, and then they fight. Superhero movie style where it's like, and now we have a large creature type of thing and then it's like, I also am a large creature. I can also expand to that size, mind you. And then it's kind of like, <laughs> i will not going to stay the same size and fought, but whatever.
1: Um, but yes. So now Ursula has the trident's power she is ruler of the seas. Ariel, now freed, you know, like she, she wants to get the trident back. Like she has to save her father if he's still alive. And so Ursula Plath just kill her, but through like some quick maneuver, she ends up killing her own eels instead, which just pisses her off. Oh yeah. And Eric's there as well, I think. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to afterthought him but I don't remember what he did. Did he like distract her? Like with a harpoon? Yeah, And that made her hit her eel? Because I just, I remember yeah. like her looking at him and then targeting him afterwards and then Ariel being like, oh gotta go. And <laughs> dragging is. him above the water. And Ursula of course then begins to begin swell, um, the seas churn, and I'm just like, how visible is this from the island? Like are they seeing like this giant monster tentacle woman? Mm-hmm. Like are they seeing like this huge whirlpool? Like it's storming, I know, but can they mm-hmm. see like what does this look like? Cause it looks terrifying from whatever position yeah. that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. So The churning of the seas manages to summon one of the shipwrecks loose. Eric clambers up onto it and attempts to sail it. Uh, Ariel (coughs) manages to get up on it as well because he keeps getting knocked overboard. He's tangled in the ropes, you know. Drowning. All this fun stuff. Eventually they manage to pilot the Ship in a way that the bow of it stabs into Ursula, and she's Mm -hmm. because it's like it's not like a strict. It's like splinter. It's it's like sharp and spiky, you know. And she gets impaled Mm -hmm. and she dies. And I'm just like, is that is she like a vampire? Does it take like a wooden stake to kill her? And she's dead because she like had all this power. I am yeah. confused <laughs> but she's dead so yep. with her death triton comes back to life somehow and
0: i think it it has to do with the Triton itself because it, it as ariel swims towards it like it it does stab the ground yes and like it still has its magic mm-hmm. so i'm just assuming that like magic science the it touched like the ground the ground touched his dust yeah his dust <laughs> his dust reconfigured itself into a sentient king again magic science
1: yes he's back to life Ariel returns the Trident to him, and you know they have they have like a nice little reunion mm-hmm.
0: He has a moment where he finally realizes that like he can't just he can't ask her to like give up her love of land or whatever mm-hmm. um or the love of adventure um. Because, like, I think, like, his first instinct is like, okay, anyway, now we can go back to how things were normally. And
1: after they realize that they are willing to, how much they love each other and willing to sacrifice each other, cut to Eric um, above the water. Like, his family, his stewards, their servants come down. Um, Eric, like, shirt open, frazzled, just like, we... We have to, like, she's still out there. Like We have to, we have to go get her. We have to get Ariel back. And his mom's like, Eric, yeah. she is of the sea. Like, we are, our worlds are too different. Like, there's nothing to be done. He has, like, her dress. And, like, she has to comfort him. And he, like lets it go in the water but she is acknowledging that you know that what they felt for each other seemed to be real you know it wasn't yeah. a fantasy beneath the ocean triton is talking to sebastian because he sees ariel like in the distance just like looking up towards the surface but she's not making any moves towards it and so he's talking to Sebastian and being like you know I've always tried to do what I thought was best for my people for my daughter like I've done everything in my power to like make her happy like I'm not sure like I don't think there's anything else I could do but he knows like what he can do it's just it will hurt Sebastian's like
0: normally Mind my business, and I'd let you say what you want to say, but let's be real, sir. Like, she's been saying surface this, surface that since the beginning of time. She's gone through this entire adventure since the beginning of time. I'm like, you really think that like her obeying you is equivalent to her being okay with the situation? Hmm. And he realizes, like, yeah, actually, you're right. I did destroy her Cave of Wonders or whatever.
1: <laughs> so they go up to where Ariel is looking out on the shore, longingly and whatnot. And he's just like, you know, I'm going to miss her. And he holds out the trident, and you see, like, the light coursing towards her. We don't see immediately what happens, but we cut back to Eric. And he's on his steps and he's looking out towards the ocean, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're both like longing for the other uh, in the distance or whatever. And (laughs) he's playing fetch with his his dog and he like throws it away, brings it back and he throws the stick and he doesn't come back and Ariel is there and you know he goes and he embraces her immediately and you know they 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 kiss and you know i thought the movie was ending but it didn't (laughs) (laughs) and then afterwards we get like this celebration like i don't know if it's their wedding it might have been like she's in a white dress but well it's a pink dress they they got it's a it's pink and white anyway um yep (laughs) so they have this um, little dinghy that's ready with flowers and stuff because they're going to go on an adventure. And the queen is like, you know, as much as I hate goodbyes, you know, we still are celebrating because this is, this is a new beginning. It's, it's a joining of worlds. And like you can see like all of the merfolk start to pop up. As they, like, get on the boat. And I, to be honest, would be a little afraid. (laughs) Like, all these people just started to pop up out of the water. It's a little, little scary. But, you know. And also,
0: imagine all the people on the island who were not present at the big, like, turning of Ariel back into a mermaid. Like, I mean, outside of, like, seeing a giant Ursula, like, possibly, they didn't see that a mermaid exists. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, like, imagine being, like, a random person on the island who was not present at this, like, Vanessa versus Ariel thing, and maybe you thought it was just a storm and you didn't look outside and you didn't see Ursula, and you come to this little union Of, like, oh, the prince has got this, like, girlfriend now, whatever. And then, like, a bunch of sea creatures that are also human come up. Like, terrifying. Even more terrifying than, like, those who (laughs) at least witnessed Ariel become a mermaid. Anyways, yes. They leave, (laughs) essentially.
1: Yes. So Ariel has, like, another little heart-to-heart with her father, and yeah he he like spares like a second for eric she thanks him for hearing her and he's sorry it took him so long to listen Mm. you know but everyone's there to support and you know their hair really suffers when it's not in the water (laughs) (laughs) their hair is just, Mm. just all over that i guess they don't have to care but the the grace it loses i know this is not important the movie's ending um triton propels them with um power he he gives their boat like the essentially um like a little engine and pushes them through the water um towards yeah. their ship so they can begin their new adventure and yeah and they're like the do you know where you're going and he over. says
0: Uncharted waters. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's going. The uncharted waters, you guys. Which also, by the way, I forgot. Like when they were doing like the map situation, when she was still unable to speak, when he was like showing her the maps, and she was like pointing at places as he described what they were. And there was a bit where he was like, "Those are uncharted waters." So, callback of a callback of a callback of a callback Mm
1: -hmm. full circle yeah and that is the movie and that is the end of the movie now let's get into our ratings with our standard rhetoric of five so starting off with music and choreography now so choreography is a bit most of it is CGI (laughs) so it's a bit difficult to rate on that because like you can coordinate computer generated images as well as you like i copy paste you know but i think for like the effort that was put into the scene of under the sea you know all these colors all this movement you know to to keep it like bright and lively because they didn't have to do that much But you know, like they really like try to like give it a sense of flow and energy and upbeatness and make it make the the world underwater as appealing as they could. Um, So I'll give them points for that. Um, And then I think the only dance that we had above was when in between. when they were going through the market, right, um, doing a little escapade, you know, and that was that was fun. Also, they had like someone like playing the steel drums, but they weren't actually playing. I was looking at it and like I, because I know like it had to be like a thing where it's like silent, so they had to pretend. But there's like a significant yeah. gap in between like the sticks and the <laughs> pan. And I was just like looking at. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's fine. Uh, so, but music. So, I mean, so I'm gonna love. The, I, it's fine. So, for music.
0: No, sorry. I just remembered uh, the uh, La Demoiselle de Rochefort when they had that scene, and we had a whole like thing about it.
1: Oh uh, okay. with the instruments.
0: So that's what that just reminded me of. <laughs> Anyways, yes, please go on.
1: The the music. Mm. Um I I I the old songs are fairly iconic, so like I can't really say anything on that. I love Under the Sea, I love Part of Your World, um Kiss the Girl, so many iterations. Um the new songs Again, I don't feel a particular way about Eric's song except that I appreciate its presence. The scuttlebutt is funny just because of the Lynn Manuel Miranda-ness of it all. Yep. And I really I I really like the song for, for the, the first, first time. time. Yes, just cuz I know like through Eric's song we get more about him, but I don't think I ever Realized how much of a gap, because Ariel spends like the second half of the movie in silence, and yeah. just like to be able to peek into her thoughts in the song, that was very nice. So, so yes, I I appreciate that. So I think for music, oh, I'm gonna give it like a four point two five yes four point two five out of five
0: shell necklaces
1: shell necklaces uh i would have gotten there almost (laughs) got there i was like la voce Uh, um
0: okay i i liked the songs um obviously yes the og songs like you said very iconic i've already said how much i like them Um, Alan Menken and Howard Ashman did their thing with those songs and with the new songs I don't hate Scuttlebutt the way that a lot of people seem to like people really I've seen people who have like vitriol I'm like really like once I watched it I was like really like this is like whatever (laughs) Like anyways Mm -hmm. um, I also appreciate the inclusion of an I want songs, so to speak, for the prince, giving him more of a character as well because of that. And for the first time, I like as well. Halle sounds really good in it. And I also like to see her like being like, oh, this is happening. And this and this and this and this is happening. Because yeah, like you said before, we don't really get anything in after she's silent. We don't know what's going on in her head, but it's nice to, to know that like the chaos is chaotic. Mm-hmm. And she sounds great singing it, so <laughs> I also give it four point two five out of five. Shell necklaces.
1: And we go to story. I mean, so the story doesn't change as much. Again, we have like more um, time with Eric and his desires as the deuteragonist. <laughs> he. What? No. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we have we spend a little bit more time with his desires. We get to explore um, the island, the people a bit more. Um, so that's nice. Uh, I wish we spent more time with Ariel's sisters. I mean, we spend more time with them here mm-hmm. than we do in the animated one but like mm-hmm. i just just a little bit just a little bit more <laughs> mm-hmm. um i would have appreciated um the, p- the plot is mainly the same though like time limit get the kiss i like the introduction of um also the the forgetting about the kiss bit because if not for that, then it would, like, there would be nothing to, like, give the, just that little bit more interference um, when it yeah. came, like, down to the wire. And it was like, y'all need to kiss. Like, clearly he likes you. Like, kiss. Do the smoosh 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 But, no. Yeah. Like, they, they wasted time talking. And Sebastian yelling for her to kiss would do nothing because we saw earlier any time it's mentioned for her to kiss him, she forgets actively, mm-hmm. like so it wouldn't have mattered. So mm-hmm. I, I I like that as well. Um so yeah, so for story, um I'm going to give and like don't come for me about like it being a love story over a short period of time. I'm well aware Like, I'm fully, fully present and cognitive that they met and fell in love in the span of a week. Less than. Like, don't... I am aware. Um, Still, I'm going to give it four out of five tridents. Fair. Um,
0: I mean, to that point, I mean, at least in this version we do get a reason why they would like each other like outside of like first meeting kind of thing they have a lot of things in common and so like it's entirely likely that Eric has never really met uh, a woman that has been like super interested in like knowing more of what's out there as he has been and she has never met a man who cares about that stuff too right like let's go explore everything so like i I get it like i get i mean i don't get like full on love but like i do get the interest of it all um um which is why i really like the way in which they've expanded the story um uh the the sisters thing i forgot about this and I was thinking about it earlier that like at least you know they could have I know like it not much but they could have given us the Daughters of, of Triton like the song where at least they're like all singing together or whatever and I think they actively took that out for reasons of like something to do with like having Part of Your World be the first song and making us wait for it and um like having it be the first song and after waiting for i don't know 20 minutes however long it it takes for us to get to it um there's like all of this anticipation that's been built up and it's like a very nice like you know cathartic thing of like oh my gosh the song right whereas Mm -hmm. like if they'd introduce they started with a song um the presence of a song is not as surprising... Not surprising, but, like, it doesn't feel as, like, new and exciting. I don't know how to explain it, but, like, I I understand the thought process. I still do lament the fact that they didn't at least give them something at a different point. You know? Just something, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, they have otherwise, like, expanded the story, like I said, to give it a reason to exist beyond the original which is always my thing whereas like why like should i care about this when the original exists why because eric is a person here um so yeah i give it i'll give it four two i'll give it four out of five tridents as well
1: overall enjoyment I mean, I, I enjoyed this movie. Like, th- unless it was terrible, somehow, there was no reason that I was not going to enjoy this movie. I knew that the people could sing. I knew that there was going to be good songs. <laughs> and, you know, like sometimes live-action Disney misses. You know, I won't name any specific films. Sure. However, I'm sure you can think of one without me saying it. So, you know, like sometimes it doesn't always hit. But I had a good feeling. And I watched this and... I don't want to say it was like I was a child again. Because it wasn't like that. But it mm. was... It felt new again. Mm. Like, I didn't... I I still have all the affection that I had. For the first one, but it did. It didn't. It wasn't like you said, like scene for scene. Like it wasn't a complete copy. It was something. There were things about it that were fresh, and still made it engaging and new, um, and interesting, despite knowing how the story ends, having seen it, however many times. Um, yeah. So I I enjoyed that. Um, so. Yes. So I think for overall enjoyment I'll give it a 4.25. I'm generous today. 4.25 dingle hoppers.
0: I love how you say you're generous today as if you're the one who's notoriously like unbelievably unnecessary. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: but yeah, I also very much enjoyed it. Uh, I love that they made choices um, and that they made an effort to make it its own thing. Like, yes, of course, we can look at, like, the whole, like, live actionification of all Disney properties or whatever. Um, But, like, I don't know. It feels like, yeah, active choices were made to not just, like, prey on the nostalgia but give us something to like want to see this again um beyond the novelty right there's just there is there isn't there like because I've seen it more than once now and I'm like yeah okay like this is as much as I'd probably want like I would watch this as much as I'd probably watch. The original little mermaid which like i admittedly i haven't watched it a lot but like it's not a no <laughs> like if someone said hey what if we watch the little mermaid 2023 right now um i've seen it twice and i'll be like yeah sure let's do it you know i still like it uh i still had a great time it was still fun it was uh hallie's performance was very endearing i'm very excited to see her as an act like I mean, I know she's been acting, but like, I'm excited to see her more as an actress, as well, because um, she's going to be in The Color Purple, so I'm excited for that. Um, and the CGI for, like, well, and the just the scenes themselves for both Kiss the Girl and Under the Sea, like, not being completely dull and brought down by the fact that, like there is some quote-unquote realism brought to it or whatever i'm glad that there's still a personality and there's still a bit of whimsy that it is there despite the fact that we are dealing with sort of like real human and like real locations and things um so, yeah, still fun, still a great time. Would watch again, would recommend. So, I shall give it a four out of five dingle hoppers. Yay. Ooh. Sha-la-la-la-la-la, I'm obsessed. I've got a new interest. It's time for obsessions. Something related to theater? Sure. Or even musicals. Here are our obsessions. Okay. This is a part of the podcast. (laughs) This is a part of the podcast where we talk about things we like, things that interested us, things that caught our attention that are related to theater, musicals, musical theater, all of the above. And yeah. I shall start. This is... I'm bringing back an obsession because, like, I had never gotten to, sp- I haven't hadn't gotten to speak about it since we were on hiatus. And that is K pop, the musical, K pop and Broadway, um, full cast recording came out and it is so good. It is exactly what I wanted it to be. It is quite perfectly musical theater and k Poppy at the same time it's so and luna oh my god luna <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about luna she is singing okay she is singing uh, like every single one of her songs i love i love all the songs by the way but like every single one of her songs She is singing. She's delivering. She was delivering. I can't even say what my favorite songs are because, like, I genuinely really, really liked most of it, if not exactly all of it. Um, Gin and Tonic is fun. It's meant to be, like, a group number, like a group, girl group number. Um, It's fun. It's, like, um, I do wish I got to see the show. I do wish I got to see the show pre-Broadway, so, like, off-Broadway, because apparently... Um, it, that that narrative was better but when it comes to se- when it comes to the soundtrack the cast recording I mm-hmm, I recommend it if you like K-pop mm-hmm, I recommend it <laughs> shout out to Luna um, <laughs> and so Once Upon a One More Time is a thing that's happening um, and they've been releasing like clips here and there that I've been like catching on Instagram and stuff. And I'm also really loving the interpretations of like Britney's songs. I have like no, absolutely no idea what the narrative is. I've not looked into it that much, but I've but I I do be catching the clips and they're fun. So I do recommend you if if you can go watch it or just watch the clips. I recommend it. It's they look fun. It looks like a fun show. Um, and the interpretations of Britney songs in, like, these, like, friggin like, princess dresses and shit is is so good. It looks so good. Um, and that, like, relates to this in terms of princesses. (laughs) Because they do, it's (laughs) like, it is like those, like, Disney princess princesses, the Snow Whites in them. And... Also, finally, this isn't exactly musical musical theater related, but it is related to this. Hallie has a single that is out. It's called Angel, and it's amazing. She sounds amazing on it. Stream it. <laughs> Thank you. Those are all of my obsessions. What about you?
1: Okay, so I have one obsession. Now, a long time ago, I'm talking about in terms of years, okay. um, I mentioned... That there was this game that was being made. It was oh, yes. a musical game I, I remember. make choices. Okay. <laughs> it released this week. Ooh! I have played. Yes, I have played it. Um, I played two hours of it. It's called Stray Gods, a Role Playing Musical. It. I. Okay, so the, the premise is you are. A singer in a band who is a little lost in what she's going to be doing with this life and you meet this woman named Calliope who it turns out is one of the Greek muses and she gets killed and her spirit enters into you and you gain her powers but now the gods have essentially put you on trial and you have to prove that you're not the one that killed her in order to gain her abilities. And... But her abilities is to create songs out of nothing and engage other people in it. So you end up having some of these, like, conversation battles that end up in songs and you can choose how the song is going, like... As you're singing it like as you choose like different lyrics will go and it will like affect the decisions as you go so like the songs like you pick how the songs are going and how your relationship to these people become as Mm -hmm. with your choices and it's really interesting Um, it's fun I get stressed out because there's a timer But you could turn the timer off, I just didn't, because I like to stress myself out for some reason. Um, But, but yes, no. So, also you could flirt with a lot of people. So, you know, it's very Greek. (laughs) Very ancient Greek in that way. Um, But yes, no, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I recommend it. Um, It's on, I think, available on multiple platforms. Um, they're not paying me to promote their game. <laughs> um, I just, I just am enjoying it.
0: Mm. Fun. Okay, that does bring us to the end of the episode. Great to be back. Social media, we have those. If you would like to mm-hmm. see um, what our obsessions are, if you need links to them. They will be on our Tumblr, and that is Tommy Moore, Tommy Moore podcasttumblr.com If you would like to interact with us on Instagram or Twitter, we have T we are at TMM TMM Podcast. We have an email, Tommy Moore, Tommy Moore Podcast at gmail.com. Uh we also have a Spotify that Uh, we put our favorite songs from each musical that we watch so long as the songs are on Spotify Um, we put them into playlists for each year that the podcast has existed so if you go onto Spotify and you go to TMM, TMM Podcast and you go to the profile and not the podcast itself you will there find all of those playlists um, for your enjoyment I didn't mention what month this was at the top Uh, But we are currently in Happily Ever August, and that means we will be tackling another fairy tale in the next episode. Very excited about that. Um, You can (laughs) check out our Instagram to see which other fairy tale we we will be stepping into. And yeah. Uh, thanks for listening and thanks for coming back and we are now back and it's very exciting. Uh for Tommy More, Tommy More The Podcast, I have been your host, Leah.
1: <laughs> and I've been your host, Adesia.
0: <laughs> Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.